Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Russian President Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance, quote, objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar also weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Monica to 989-898 for your free info kit on gold. Thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Just text MONICA to 989-898 to claim your free info kit from Birch Gold Group right now. Hey guys, I'm Monica Crowley, and this is the Monica Crowley Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Friday. If you hear a little bounce in my voice, it is because it is, in fact, Friday. We've made it through yet another week all together. This is your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. Don't forget to check me out on social media. On Instagram, I'm at Monica Crowley underscore. And on Twitter and through social at Monica Crowley. Also, you can reach me by email at Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. Uh, all right. Well, we've got some really big shows coming up next week. On Monday, we are going to get a live report from the U.S.-Mexico border. As you know, Title 42 is soon to be lifted in just a couple of days on May 11th. And as we speak, there are about a million people already massed on the border, ready to come in on May 11th, May 12th, certainly within the day that Title 42 is lifted. Because when that is lifted, yet another obstacle for them um, in terms of getting in the country facing deportation will be gone. So really, the open border becomes even more wide open. So we are going to face a human tsunami in a little less than a week. So we're going to get a live report from the border um, in terms of what is actually happening there because the propaganda press has buried it all for a very long time. We're not getting accurate reporting except from a few people like Bill Mnuchin at Fox, Sarah Carter at Fox, and a few others. 
But by and large, the American people don't know exactly how bad it is at the border and how bad the tsunami has been over the last two and a half years, except for those folks, shows like this, and so on. So we are going to bring you the truth, as we always do, and we're going to cover that extensively on Monday, again with this live report from Todd Benzman at the border. He has been extraordinary in covering this story, again, one of the very few, and he will be here right from the site. Also later in the week, we're going to have some fun with Lisa Booth of Fox News. She's my great friend, and she will be here. We'll talk 2024 with her and maybe some other things, but she lives in Florida. She knows Governor DeSantis, so we'll get her view on the Trump versus DeSantis race. I've got my own view. As you guys know, I think this primary is over. Uh, but we will get her view and we'll have some fun too because she's a great girl. Also later next week, we're going to talk to the great Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs is going to join us on the show. We're going to talk to him about the state of the economy, the global economy, the domestic economy, and we'll talk to him about 2024 too because I spoke with him the other day and he's got some very strong thoughts about this. So Big week of shows coming up next week, and the week after that, we're going to do another deep dive into Michelle Obama, because things are really starting to heat up with her, okay? And I want to break this apart, because as you know, I was one of the very few and first voices raising the alarm about a potential Michelle Obama campaign, and uh, I kind of got poo-pooed. But actually, I think the very first voice was our friend Joel Gilbert, who put out a documentary last year, Michelle Obama 2024. I had him on this show. We talked about we talked about it back then. But we're going to bring him back because there have been more flags flying here uh, that signal a potential Michelle Obama run. And if that happens, guys, we're in bad shape if that happens. And we better be prepared for it. Because it does us no good to live in wishful thinking and fantasy land. We got to prepare for the worst case scenario and she's it. So all of that is coming up in the days and weeks ahead here on the Monica Crowley podcast. Okay, later today, we are going to reconnect with Senator Tommy Tuberville, Coach Tuberville of Alabama, who's going to bring us an update. You know, he's leading the charge in the Senate and God bless him for doing that on protecting children. And he has uh, really been leading the charge in legislation to protect girls and women in sports against having to compete against biological men, biological teenage boys. The parallel bill in the House was passed, but only by Republicans. Not a single Democrat voted to protect girls and women. Uh, So that speaks volumes. We're going to talk to him about that because he has been leading the charge in the Senate. And you know what? He just joined forces with none other than Paris Hilton. We're going to tell you what that is all about because, man, sometimes politics creates strange bedfellows, right? This might be the strangest, (laughs) at least in a while. So we will get with Coach Tuberville coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But first, the Monica Memo. Textbook bribery. You know, a lot of presidents get themselves into a world of hurt. A lot of scandals uh, swirl around them. A lot of scandals involve them directly, whether it's Watergate or Iran-Contra or whatever it might be, right? 
And I would say like a good chunk of presidential scandals involve very complicated kinds of things, right? Like the Whitewater land deal, very complicated with banks involved and trades involved and like it just very complex financial transactions, land deals, and so on. And, and also involving people um, who are not household names may become household names over the course of exposing these scandals. But really, a lot of these scandals are sort of, you know, financial and complicated and obscure. Then there are the scandals that everybody can relate to. Sex scandals, Monica Lewinsky, the White House intern carrying in a pizza wearing a thong, being asked to lie by the chief law enforcement officer and president of the United States. Everybody can relate to that. They can understand it. It's simple. It's outrageous. And everybody can get it, right? Well, textbook bribery is one of those crimes and one of those scandals that everybody can relate to. I mean, it's right there in the Constitution. If you're in high office and you're found guilty of bribery, boom, impeachment, you're gone. Bribery, the exchange of money for political favors, altering policy positions, making policy decisions based on money and other favors coming to you. Bribery is as old as like biblical times, okay? So everybody understands this. This is what makes these kind of simple but potent scandals very dangerous for a president. And what we heard this week is textbook bribery, or I should say alleged textbook bribery on the part of Joe Biden. So Chairman James Comer of the House Oversight Committee, who was on this program, what, last week, uh, bringing us a lot of this stuff, uh, but we didn't know it at the time, but he and his counterpart in the Senate, Senator Chuck Grassley, claim that a new whistleblower, now we've got a number of whistleblowers coming forward about the Bidens, but they claim a new whistleblower has come forward to provide them with explosive information that alleges that Joe Biden, while serving as vice president during the Obama administration, you know, again, as a sidebar, everything traces to Obama. This is Obama's third term. They installed Obama's vice president. He was losing these primaries until James Clyburn in South Carolina got the call from the Obamas. Hey, man, you got to endorse Joe. He's our guy. We got to get him over the finish line. We need Obama 3.0. This is what happened here. Joe Biden wasn't selected by the Democrats in primaries. He was selected by the Democratic power brokers led by Barack and Michelle. He was installed. Once you get that, everything else falls in place. All roads lead to Barack and Michelle. Policy-wise, uh, politically, every in every possible way, all roads lead to him and to her. So people forget Biden was uh, Obama's vice president. So duh. It all makes sense, right? Well, while he was vice president under Barack Obama, this whistleblower now alleges proof that Joe Biden may very well have sold out our country to make money for himself and his corrupt family. 
A letter was sent to FBI Director Christopher Wray accusing the DOJ and the FBI of having this verifiable evidence that they have not disclosed to the American people now for a number of years. This is their MO, right? Like with a Hunter Biden laptop, be in possession of something that they know is incriminating to Joe Biden, to the Democrats, and then holding on to it, just throwing it in a safe for good measure and not disclosing it, just covering it up. So the premier law enforcement agency in the country is engaged itself in the breaking of laws. Maybe they're the number one breaker of laws in the country. Maybe number two only behind Joe Biden, who is the chief law enforcement officer of the nation. It's just unbelievable. So this information led the House Oversight Committee to issue the subpoena to the FBI. The document in question is an FBI-generated form. It's called an FD-1023, and it allegedly details this arrangement involving an exchange of money for policy decisions, textbook bribery. Comer issued the subpoena this week. Now, according to the whistleblower, the FBI, and again, this is the same FBI who threw Hunter Biden's laptop in a safe, and then when it became known that they had this, called it Russian disinformation, and then our intelligence communities got in on the act of protecting the Bidens. By now, we're hearing that former acting CIA director Mike Morrell coordinated that fake made-up letter with 51 Intel uh, folks to sign the letter calling the laptop Russian disinformation. And what we got yesterday, courtesy of John Solomon and Just the News, is that Mike Morrell reached out to uh, former CIA director John Brennan, another root of all evil, and asked him to sign on the letter. And the email that we got... Uh, from Just the News is Brennan saying, hey, Michael, thank you so much for thinking of me for this. This is great. I'm in. Morrell said he wanted to provide Biden with a talking point. Since when are our intelligence agencies in the business of domestic politics? They're not, or at least they're not supposed to be. It is flagrantly a violation of the law. Our intelligence agencies are not supposed to be anywhere near domestic policy and domestic politics. You know how dangerous this is? Every tyranny in the world goes down this road. Secret intelligence operations against their own people. Secret standing police forces. What do you think we have now, guys? This is not just in the history books. Like, oh, well, Hitler had the Gestapo. That was really bad. What do you think the FBI is? What do you think the IRS is? What do you think the CIA and the NSA are? All turned inward against us. These are hallmark enforcement arms of tyrannies. When we come back, I want to get a little bit more into this because this is, and I also want to get into the question of treason. It's about time we start talking honestly about all of this, and that involves a conversation about treason. That's coming straight up. Okay, everybody, listen up. We all want to be healthier, right? Well, to get there, we have to have a healthier diet, which is not always easy to do. I can attest to that. You know, that shredded lettuce in a double-double 
and the fruit filling in a donut are amazing, but they do not count toward the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but they don't. I don't always eat healthy either, but I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. Unlike other supplements, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like the heart, lungs, kidneys, and the immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast and tastes so good. It's really delicious, guys, and you'll feel better with more energy And you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. I certainly noticed that in me since I started taking Field of Greens. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. That's promo code MONICA at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. All right, welcome back. The letter from Chairman uh, Comer and uh, Ranking Member Chuck Grassley on the Senate side. Here's the actual quote to the letter to the FBI. Quote, we believe the FBI possesses an unclassified internal document that includes very serious and detailed allegations implicating the current President of the United States. Pretty powerful language. Grassley and Comer do not go out half-cocked. So if they're talking about this, that they have evidence or they believe the FBI has evidence, thanks to this whistleblower, that they're sitting on top of evidence proving that Joe Biden actually engaged in what they call an alleged criminal scheme, textbook bribery, they want the evidence turned over and they have subpoenaed it now. It could, that document could very well suddenly become classified based on these ongoing investigations into Hunter. And also we're hearing that any day now, Hunter might be indicted on his stuff. The tax issues, the gun issue. I mean, Hunter Biden is just a hot mess and has been for a long time and a violator of the law, breaking laws all over the place. And he's been under investigation Uh, For what, five years? No charges yet. But people are saying, well, you know, a charging decision could come at any moment. Sure. He's going to get a slap on the wrist thing. It's going to be a nothing. But they could take this FBI document that this whistleblower says proves textbook bribery by Joe, and they could classify it in relation to these ongoing investigations, right? So there is a big concern that they may not get this document, and we might not see it, at least uh, in the near future here. Remember, it's already been proven that Biden has lied to the American people about everything, but he has lied to us about his family's business schemes and his involvement with them. Now, all of this prompts the question, assuming we see this document and the investigations go forward, It prompts the question, could Biden be arrested for treason? 
After all, nobody is above the law, right, Democrats? They're going after Trump for nothing. All of this shows you that every single thing they have attacked, smeared, indicted, impeached Donald Trump for, they themselves are guilty of. So they've attacked Trump for all the stuff that they have done and continue to do. That's the big tell. Whenever you look at, oh, they've indicted, impeached Trump over Ukraine, classified documents, whatever it might be, it's because they themselves have done it and continue to do it. That's why. This issue of treason has got to be discussed openly. 18 U.S. Code 2381, treason. Here's what it states. Whoever owing allegiance to the United States, levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere is guilty of treason and shall suffer death or shall be imprisoned not less than five years and fined under this title but not less than $10,000 and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. The key point of this is selling out to our enemies. And what Comer and Grassley have alleged here is that this document, this whistleblower, is saying that Joe Biden changed policy decisions for a foreign national. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's on the um, oversight committee, she's seen the SARS reports at Treasury on the Biden family She came out the other day and said, it's more than one foreign national. There has been some initial reporting saying it doesn't involve China, but we don't know that yet. Does it involve Ukraine? Does it involve Russia? We don't know. We don't know. That has not been disclosed yet. But when we talk about treason, it specifically says, levies war against the United States or adheres to their enemies giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere is guilty of treason. And then, of course, those harsh penalties, either death or imprisonment. I mean, we're not just talking about a whitewater land deal here. We're talking about classic bribery involving foreign nationals that may very well be our worst enemies. I mean, it's just... It's just beyond belief that they've attacked Donald Trump over literally nothing. They impeached him over a phone call where all he was trying to do with regard to Ukraine was raise the alarm about corruption involving American citizens like Joe and Hunter Biden. So because Trump was trying to speak to his counterpart in Ukraine, which is perfectly acceptable for any president to do, He was trying to encourage Ukraine to look into some of that corruption, this kind of pay-to-play scandal where Joe Biden allegedly was altering American foreign policy because he was getting a ton of money in for himself and his family. And all Trump was trying to do was be like, yo, I, I think this might be happening. Can you look into it? Perfectly reasonable. Now you know why they impeached him over that phone call. They have to stop Trump because he is on to all of them and he's on to their corruption and their corrupt gravy train. 
And with regard to the Biden, the top three business dealings are, well, of course, China, tens of millions of dollars coming into the Bidens from the CCP and CCP-related entities. Ukraine, of course, millions and millions of dollars, probably to change uh, policy course, right? Why was Hunter on that Burisma board? Come on. And the Middle East, all kinds of deals worth millions, okay, happening with the Bidens across the Middle East. This is the worst kind of corruption, guys. This isn't Lewinsky in the Oval with a pizza and a thong, okay? There's an argument to be made. Yes, he lied. Yes, he committed perjury, and he should have been held accountable for that. But there is an argument to be made that that was personal sex scandal, right? This is about, I mean, a thousand times worse, a million times worse. This is literally like the worst crime that any vice president or president can commit. Selling out your country. Maybe you didn't pass some secrets, although who knows? Who knows what was in those classified documents boxes, right? We don't know. Maybe he was selling secrets. But if this story is true, he was certainly selling access and policy decisions in exchange for money. Everybody can understand that, and everybody is repulsed by this. And if it can be proven, if they do the investigation and the evidence is clear, he must be impeached. When we come back, we're going to talk to the great coach and U.S. Senator from Alabama, Tommy Tuberville, about what he is doing with uh, protecting girls and women in sports from biological men. And also, strange bedfellows, Coach Tuberville and Paris Hilton. What's that about? He's going to tell us. First, though, guys, I mean, we've got economic upheaval. I think things are going to get worse economically before they get better. And there's one asset that has withstood it all over the years, withstood famine, wars, political and economic upheaval dating all the way back to biblical times. And that asset is gold. And right now you can actually own gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of our friends over at Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket. So just text Monica to 989-898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand throughout the entire process and they'll make it so easy for you. You won't be able to believe it. So easy. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven right? How much more time does the dollar have? Nobody knows. So protect your savings with gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Monica to 989-898 and get your free info kit on gold. Again, text Monica to 989-898. We're coming right back. Well, it's such a pleasure to have back with us on the show today a true football legend and full-blooded American patriot, Senator Tommy Tuberville. 
is joining us once again. He was with us a couple of months ago, and he's just such an extraordinary voice for the America First movement and for his great state of Alabama that we wanted to have him back. He is also a leading voice in the Senate and, frankly, in the country for protecting girls and women in sports and allowing them to to compete on a truly level playing field rather than be subjected to having biological males in the competition with them. But he's covering so many other areas as well, including the border, which we have been talking about extensively over the last couple of days. Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama joins us once again. Hi, Senator. Morning, Monica. Glad to be on with you again. Well, it's great to have you here. And as I recall, you prefer to be called coach and not senator. Is that right? Exactly. I don't want to get confused with one of these politicians up here. (laughs) That's my my joke to the rest of the senators. Well, I don't blame you. And listen, you've been in sports your whole adult life and even beyond. And uh, now you're in politics. And as I said to you last time, I think politics is a dirtier business than sports. I think you're probably right. Uh, there, there's there's some things that you wouldn't really like about sports, but at the end of the day, that's a that's a game, Monica. And what I'm in now is not a game. It's about life or death, and it's about the security and the sovereignty of our country. And I'm glad I'm here. Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed in what I'm seeing as we speak, but uh, I'm really glad I'm up here fighting for the people of Alabama and the people of our country. Well, we're glad that you're there, too. And, uh, you know, politics is a really dirty business with no refs. So um, here you are, and you're doing the Lord's work up there on Capitol Hill. We're so grateful for you. Let's get into some of the big issues that you're working on. Last time you were here, we talked a lot about how you spent your entire life in sports, both as a player and as a coach, and you feel very strongly about um, not permitting biological males to compete in girls' and women's sports. I know you uh, feel passionately about that. You've brought that into the United States Senate. First of all, uh, before we get to an update on what you're doing there, can you talk to us about what Title IX is so everybody understands what it is and how it applies in this circumstance? Well, this country, Monica, gives you an opportunity for, to compete it gives you an opportunity to grow, and that's really all it owes you. Uh, at the end of the day, Title IX was put into place 51 years ago because there wasn't really opportunities for young girls and women to compete in sports. And so uh, probably one of the, the best things that's ever been passed in this building that I'm in right now, uh, the U.S. Capitol, is, is the opportunity when Title IX was passed it gave so many opportunities to young girls and, and women to, to exceed their expectations through sports because sports teaches you not just how to compete but how to prepare, how to work with other people, discipline. Uh, and so when Title IX was put into place, it basically said whatever men have, whatever boys have in sports, whether it's money, facilities, coaches, uh, the number of sports, women have to have the same thing. So uh, it has been a huge success. And, you know, I just, you know, I've been a a coach and just loving sports, watching how young girls and and middle-aged girls and women grow up and learn things that they didn't have the opportunity before sports. And so if you're looking just in the Senate right now, how many women do we have in the Senate and on leadership roles? And most of them played sports and they learn things such as work ethic and time 
restraint, all those things to be able to get to this position. So that has been a, a huge success. But unfortunately, uh, after 51 years, Joe Biden has, take, has taken a sledgehammer to it. And I don't know where the, a lot of the women activists are uh, that helped get this uh, uh, passed years ago, but they're nowhere to be seen. Uh, they're falling in line with the, the radical Democrats, and we're going to lose uh, women's sports if we don't watch it, the way they're handling all these different situations we're going through as we speak. It's really unbelievable. Um, and your point about the female activists, the glorious dynams, the, the uh, different waves of feminism over the years and over the decades, they're just completely silent on this. As you know, uh, Coach, I worked with President Nixon during the last years of his life, and it was President Nixon who signed Title IX into law in June of 1972. And when I got to him much later in his life, he and I talked about it and how it was such a meaningful part of his legacy. So I think he'd be very upset. He's probably rolling in his grave to see what has happened here to Title IX at the hands of these radical leftists. Since its enactment in the early 70s, when Nixon signed it into law, female participation at the collegiate level has risen by more than 600%. So you're exactly right. This has been a huge success, and now it's under assault. So... Coach, you have helped to introduce the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act to try to defend and protect these Title IX protections. Can you tell us where we are on that? Well, it's not good. Fortunately, it passed the House a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I'm I'm leading the, the charge in the Senate. And so I brought it up on the floor about a week or so ago, and when I did that, I got shot down by the Democrats. Uh, we can't uh, we can't get it uh, uh, in Schumer's hands in terms of bringing it to Senate floor to let everybody vote on it individually. Uh, they're afraid of it. They're scared to death of it uh, after after it passed the the House. Uh, but even Joe Biden, you know, if it passed the the Senate, which has a very little chance of doing it because of the, the radical Democrats, he'd veto it because he's all into you know, the transgender situation. And listen, I'm not against transgenders. I, I, this country gives you a chance to do what you want, but it doesn't give a, you a chance to be unfair to other people. And that's what it is. If you're a biological boy and have the attributes and the physical abilities that, that men have over women, and you say, well, I can't compete in, in women and men's sports. I want to compete against women. And, and you go compete against them. It's not fair. It's not safe. It's just downright wrong. And so we want to make sure that we continue this fight, that people follow us on this. I don't understand where some of these Democrats are because I know they don't believe in it. But, you know, they don't get campaign money if they don't follow this radical left on their side. And it's just it's not America what they're doing here. And it's just I, I feel bad for for women's sports because it is going it's going to slowly dissolve because are you going to let your daughters or granddaughters dress in the same dressing room as as boys or men, you're not going to do it. And so you're going, you're going to start seeing the decline in women in the sports, and you're going to see a decline in scholarships. You're going to see men overtake women's sports because that's what's usually going to happen. They're saying right now, Monica, that, oh, that's a very small percentage. Wait a minute. When you open up this can of worms, you're going to entice more and more people to get involved in this. More and more young boys say, oh, I feel like I'm a, I'm a girl. I want to compete against them. And it's just going to create more numbers, more people 
that believe through this mental health uh, society that we have now that they want to compete against women. You know, you raised that uh, the House held a vote on this. Not a single Democrat voted to protect girls and women in sports. Not one Democrat in the House voted to protect girls and women. Doesn't that, I mean, that that just speaks volumes. So, of course, uh, Senator Schumer, Leader Schumer, was not going to uh, allow this in the U.S. Senate. And like you said, the Biden White House would certainly veto it if it ever got to his desk. But, man, doesn't that just speak volumes about where they are? They're all about erasing women. It's just, it's, it, it's mind-boggling and denying just basic biology, that there are two genders and each gender should be competing in their own category. Uh, last year, Coach, you forced a vote on your amendment to last year's budget resolution, and now we're facing another uh, conversation here and debate about the debt ceiling. But last year, you forced a vote on an amendment that would safeguard these Title IX protections for young women. Can you remind us what happened there, and can you move forward in, in the context now of the debt ceiling negotiations? Is there anything you can do in this current context? No, there's really not. We, we, we can maybe file some amendments at the end of the day to try to get something on the agenda. Monica, it's really not it. When, when you're in a minority in the Senate, uh, you know, you have zero control. Uh, and you probably know I've got some holes on some military uh, nominations but that's the only only power you have as a senator is to put holes and object to some things but when you're in a minority you don't get to bring bills to the floor you can do a cr or a cra uh it only takes one democrat to object to it you don't get a, a full vote uh and so that's just a problem we have it's, i i i'm still in shock that we lost the senate in this last election i can't believe the people in this country didn't see what was going on and didn't say, we cannot allow this to continue to happen. Now, we're going to have another chance here in about a year and a half to to, to stop this uh, madness going on here in Washington, D.C. I hope people start understanding and start listening, because if they don't, we're going to lose our country as we know it. Yes, yes, um, in so many ways, and we cover it all the time on this show. Um, I want to turn now, and first of all, thank you as a woman. Thank you for leading the charge on this. I know a lot of uh, your colleagues, but a lot of people around the country are just so afraid of taking on this issue to be canceled, to be socially ostracized. They just don't want to take it on out of fear of looking insensitive to transgender folks and et cetera. Um, You are unafraid. And on behalf of all girls and women, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, let's turn, Coach, if we could, to the Department of Defense under Joe Biden, because um, you have really t- uh, taken a hold of this issue of taxpayer-funded uh, abortions for military members and their dependents. And we talked about this last time you were here. Can you give us an update on that as well? Well, uh, you know, the, to, to set the uh, stage here, I heard they were going to change the the, what they were going to do in the, in the military the Department of Defense last summer, we couldn't get a brief. And finally, after about four months, they told us what they were going to do. They're going to change the policy. And I said, you can't change it. I mean, it's got to go through the Senate. It's got to go through the House. Uh, it's got to, it's, a, it's a law. It was built in the Senate and the House. You, you, you're not Congress. You can't uh, legislate from the White House. But they're doing it. So they changed it. I told them, if you change this uh, law where we uh, have 
basically have had uh, abortion in the military, but only because of incest, rape, uh, the uh, health of the mom. Uh, and we've had very few, but there's been no problems. Nobody's complained about it. It's worked fine. But after Roe Wade was sent down to the states last summer, uh, the Biden administration has looked at every way to have abortions in the federal government. And so they're doing it in the VA. I've been fighting that. Now they're doing it in the DOD. Uh, I told Secretary Austin, if he put this policy in place without going through Congress, I was going to hold all of his generals and admirals. He's going to have to go through regular order one at a time, uh, which takes a long time. Uh, they're complaining about it. I got the holes on it. Uh, I'm not going to pull them off uh, uh, unless he changes this policy back to the way it was, what, the way it should be, or run the law through the Senate and have it passed the right way. Uh, but uh, it's it just this is what this administration is doing. They're legislating from the White House. They want to do things their way. They don't want to go through Congress. They don't have the House anymore, so they're going to circumvent anything they possibly can to get their way uh, in anything that they want by executive order and by policy and uh it's going to be a fight all the way to the end but uh that's the reason we're here to fight for the american people uh, the american people do not want their taxpayer money to go to abortion 70 percent of the people voted for that or, or polled for that and so we're going to fight for the american people and the taxpayers okay coach i'm going to ask you to please stand by we've got much more of this coming up with him on the other side plus what is he doing with paris hilton he's going to tell us coming straight up All right, we're back with Coach and U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville. So, Coach, are your uh, holds on the military nominations, are they still in place? They're 100% in place. Wow. We're up to 200 general, generals and admirals. And, and everybody said, well, you're holding back the military. I'm not, uh, it, it hadn't changed. There's no threat to national security. Uh, the problem is, uh, number one, we have too many generals and admirals anyway. Our military is way top-heavy. But that, that's not the point of this. The point is to show that, hey, you just can't do this. And so uh, it's really it's really gotten to a bunch of the Democrats, Elizabeth Warren, uh, uh, Schumer, uh, uh, a lot of people that are really on the far, far left. And, uh, you know, I've gotten under their skin a little bit. But that being said, that's only power we have in the Senate when you're in a minority is to do these holes. And we want to show them you can't do it without going through you know, the Constitution, going through the House and the Senate, and doing it the right way. I want everybody who's listening to understand that the estimate here is that uh, this policy from the Biden administration will increase the number of Department of Defense abortions from fewer than 20 a year to more than 4,000 abortions a year. That is completely outrageous. And what makes it even more outrageous is that, as Coach says, it will be paid for by the U.S. taxpayer, by you and me, regardless of your position on life. I mean, that that is just completely um, insane and a moral violation as well as being a violation of, you know, procedure, etc. So I, I commend you on this too, as well, coach. How long do you think you can hold out on these holds? Well, I'm, uh, it, there's, there's no time limit. You know, they can, they can get these people, uh, through nomination process, but they got to do them one at a time. They can't do them like they normally do 15, 20, 30, hundred at a time. Uh, but I do want to say this, too. The Democrats voted, all these people that are complaining to me and saying, uh, you know, I'm doing the wrong thing. 
they all voted for the Hyde Amendment many times. And the Hyde Amendment, to people that don't know what it is, it's a law that states that taxpayer money cannot be used for abortion. And they voted for it. But now they're turning around and breaking the law by doing this. And you can't do it. But this is what this administration and this is what the Democrats are doing. They are taking our country and tearing up the Constitution and saying it's our way or the highway. And we're going to fight them tooth and nail. It's going to be a fight. But uh, they cannot run this country in the ground and change our country into socialist communism. And that's exactly what they want to do. Yes, and they're very far down the the way with that as well. And we know their assault on children. I mean, drag shows for children, the transgender agenda confusing our children. This is what communists do. They get to the children early, they confuse them, and then they enlist them as a standing army for the rest of their lives. Um, And when it comes to abortion, I mean, they want to end as many lives as possible in the womb. It's really... uh, we don't have to pay for that as American taxpayers. So I really appreciate what you're doing there on that. Um, let's turn in our, our final moments here to um, probably the best example in recent memory of that the old adage that politics makes for strange bedfellows. You have joined forces with none other than Paris Hilton on a piece of legislation. Can you tell us about it? Well, Paris Hilton is obviously a big, big name in our country, and she comes from a well-known family. And uh, I was going to uh, on an overseas trip not too long ago, and I picked up her book and started reading it. And uh, it's her autobiography. And when she was a teenager, 16, 17, 18 year olds, her parents put her in in boarding schools. And when she went to these boarding schools, she was abused. She was uh, uh, done things to her that you don't even want to talk about. Uh, she was locked up in solitary confinement. She was drugged. And so uh, after visiting with Paris on this situation, she has had a bill for the last two years up here trying to get some kind of uh, headway with it. And uh, so I'm helping her with it. And all this does is put oversight on some of these boarding schools across the country. They are for profit. Most of them are. They're making millions of dollars and they're taking that money stick in their pocket and they're not doing anything uh in the mental health realm of helping these kids that have adhd uh or have some kind of mental situation uh and some some are very minor but they're bringing them in they're being abused and there's no oversight so i want to try to get some oversight on a lot of these boarding schools across the country uh that are out of control that uh uh, been getting away with a lot of different things that they shouldn't be getting away from. Barris was here on the Hill last week that we did a press conference. And if you read this book, you would be embarrassed that this is talking about situations that are in the United States of America that people aren't paying attention to. And so hopefully, hopefully we can bring this to light with this, this bill that she's got. And I'll, again, it's, it's, we're doing review. This this bill needs to be a little bit stronger, but right now we want to get reviews of what's going on. We want to do better oversight of a lot of these uh, uh, these uh, boarding schools that are getting federal and state money, and to make sure that these kids aren't abused and that they have a chance to have a better life and, and not have a worse life after coming out of some of these schools. 
Yeah, you know, as I seem to recall, there was a similar movement in the 1970s with regard to nursing homes and the treatment of our elderly and how they were being abused. And there was all kinds of exposés done about it, and there was legislation put in place so that the elderly could be protected. And I really appreciate that you're moving on children in this way to make sure that if you're, if there are children at a youth residential treatment facility, that they are not subject to abuse. It's a really important thing that you're doing. And I have to say, Coach, really, my hat is off to you in, in so many ways because you're, you're championing children. You're championing, you know, girls and girls sports, but children across the board, whether they're in the womb and unborn or whether they're on this earth and, um, and just trying to have a level playing field and be protected. So thank you so much for what you're doing. God bless you. Well, thank you, Monica. And then as I said in the press conference last week, you know, we have a lot of great things here in this country. We have a lot of great minerals and commodities, gold, silver, and, you know, crops, and we do a lot for a lot of people all over the world. But our number one commodity in this country is young people. And if we don't wake up and look at our young people as that number one commodity, this country will not survive. Uh, and so we've got to educate them. We've got to work on mental health issues. We've got to do something about this drug problem, which has really started at the border, Joe Biden's border. And uh, we've, we've got to do something to give these kids a chance to survive their teenage years and their years of growing up. Because if we don't, if we don't give them the opportunities you and I have, we're not going to have the country or we might not have a country uh, here in the United States of America, especially a free country that we grew up in. Well, you're absolutely right about that. And it's happening very fast. So we appreciate what you're doing on the culture front and also in terms of protecting children, both born and unborn. You're a true blessing to this country, Coach. Thank you so much. Coach Tommy Tuberville, U.S. Senator from the great state of Alabama, joining us once again. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, another great show, another great week of shows in the can. Thanks, guys, so much for being here and for checking out our terrific sponsors. Big week of shows coming up next week. As I told you, you're not going to want to miss a second of it. So please tell everybody you know to be subscribing, listening, and sharing this podcast. Grateful for that. All right. Have a fantastic weekend, and I will see you right back here on Monday with a live report from the U.S.-Mexico border not to be missed. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.